Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the I'm Tired podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, blogger, speaker, and podcast host, but most importantly, I'm a friend. Today on the podcast, I have actually one of my good friends. And if you've been at any of the colleges that I travel to, you probably (laughs) met her too, because she's my favorite road trip buddy. And we're going to talk about loneliness. So whether you're feeling lonely in college or in post-grad or in high school, then this is for you. But Ketley, why don't you introduce yourself and say something about yourself? Like the first day of school. I know, right? I'm like, oh, hi, my name is Ketley. Um, no, but for real, um, my name is Ketley. Like Grace said, I'm a 24-year-old grad student. I've been doing grad school online. So my second semester, absolutely love it. But with grad school being online, so funny because it really you know, goes along with the whole loneliness thing. Like I have had to learn how to put myself more out there for my, for my other cohort members who were only contacting like online. So that's been like the weirdest thing of, you know, taking classes online only and like trying to like create this relationship with people I'm only doing discussion posts with. And that we all know goes so far of like, wow, great post, great insight. That was great. That was great. And that's literally all we have. But um, that's been super cool. Um, yeah. So that is basically my life is just school, work, meeting up with friends. I mean, back home after college and like back home in Orlando, which has been so fun of just reconnecting with old friends. but. Truly just, you know, loving life and taking on with the fullest. No, I love that. And Ketley is the person that I bring on all my road trips for a reason. If I can, if they let me bring two people, I'm like, Ketley's coming with me because she can just so good at meeting friends. But I think that's cool that you're already admitting. Yeah, it's been hard doing online school. Like you understand that like the college students do. It makes it hard to put a face to the name when you're just looking at Zoom. You're like, how deep can I get? Like, how can I even live out the gospel for this person. It makes you wonder all that. But my favorite thing about Ketley is people will always ask how we became friends. And <laughs> I always say, I really don't know. No, literally. Yeah. I, I, cause I just think one day I was like, this girl's just really acting like she's my friend. <laughs> and so I don't know if you remember Ketley, but what I remember is just that sir. So we, we served at, uh, well, I was on staff for a church and she was one of the volunteers and Ketley was a known girl that you could put her with any age group. You're like, we'd bounce her around when we had gaps. It was like senior girls, maybe 11th grade girls, maybe like sixth grade girls. Who knows? We could do it. Like, and she could do any age, but she came in early and she just sat next to me. And I ended up telling her to work at my summer camp because like, this girl's cool. But then afterwards, I was like, what was her name? Like, she just acted like my best friend. I tried to text people like, anyone know what that girl's name was? Who was talking to me was like, hey, Grace, what's up? Do you remember that at all? I think I do. Like, I remember. Okay, it was so funny. You were using me to get a spot, right? I I really was. I'm going to be honest. Okay, this is what it was. Okay, so it was it was Andy Minio. He was coming in for surge. And I remember we were all like as like the um, all of the grades, the students were out in the lobby and it. I literally remember thinking, if I just go in there and act like I know what I'm doing, I can just claim a seat and my girls would have like a good seat for like the concert. Okay, I'm just gonna do it. So I just, just walk in. Everyone's kind of like looking at me. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, yeah. And I kind of just sit down. Like Grace is there. I'm like, I have my computer like, out because I was literally, busy. Yeah. And this girl would not stop talking to me. <laughs> and I literally just sat down next to her. I'm like, I just have to make it look like we're like doing something so I can like claim this whole row. So that was honestly how oh, I remember. Okay. <laughs> Here I am thinking she's just trying to be my friend. Well, like, of course. This girl wants to be my friend so bad. Like, she really wanted good seats at Andy, Andy Minio concert, who's a Christian singer. Anyways, for your girls. That was for the girls. I respect that. Three years later, we're still friends. So she I'm like, you know me. what? It, it worked. It worked out. I'm not mad about it. But I honestly, I so many times get girls who message me, and they're like, how do I make more friends? Whether it's post-grad, whether it's COVID and being in college. And honestly, when I think of how to make friends, I genuinely think <laughs> of you and just kind of sitting down next to me and just starting conversation. 
as if we already were friends. And I appreciate it because at the end of the day, I knew of you. Like, even though I couldn't remember your name, I like had seen you around. And I think so many times people try to play it cool and chill that they don't therefore open up to people easily. And maybe it's because of past hurts or whatever. But if you want to be friends, I always say just act like they're friend. Be a friend if you mm-hmm. want to be friends. Yeah, that's so true. I think one of the biggest things, and I always think it's so funny. Um, I, I'm a seven, if you cannot tell on the Enneagram. Like I'm extroverted to a fault in a way. And I grew up going to different schools, like from elementary to middle of middle school, every single grade I was in a different school. And I think it was, it was this mindset that I had to like learn from of, Hey, I need to make friends to survive. So it was every single year I was like, okay, you know what? Who's going to be my friend this year? Because I'm probably going to move next. And I had that mindset of like, I need to make friends. I need to make friends. So it was truly that thing of, Hey, I'm just going to start acting like I'm everyone's friend and then it'll just work out. And sometimes it didn't. And it, you know, it hurt a little. And I'm a little like seven-year-old, eight-year-old trying to make friends with everyone. Of course, not everyone's just going to be my friend, but like I have made long lasting like friends to this day from just walking up to someone and saying, Hey, let's hang out. Let's go play on the swing. Let's go do this. And now that's of course evolved to more like, Hey, let's get coffee. Let's get dinner. Let's do this. Let's do that. But that was just coffee. You're so much more mature now. It's like coffee. I know. (laughs) Um, but that's truly where that mindset came from of like me in elementary school, just bouncing from school to school and like knowing I need to make friends this year. How am I going to do that? Yeah, no, it's so funny. Cause I think also I grew up a totally different elementary school vibe of, I lived in a suburban town near new Orleans, big public school, but it was kind of like who your mom hung out with. You kind of became your friends who lived on your street. And so therefore it was a going up, growing, going to like a summer camp where I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to like put myself out there and you get that nervous. And it's funny. Cause I still feel that same way. Like I'm going to a wedding reception on Saturday. And I was like looking at the guest list. I know no one. I'm not bringing a plus one. I'm just going to stop by. And I'm like, I'm nervous like a sixth grader again. And I'm sure there's a girl who just is out of college. She feels like she has no friends and she may feel that way right now. Mm -hmm. But you kind of have to get over that and realize no one's thinking of you as much as you think. Like if they don't want to be your friend then like they might be a little mean and be like, oh, like she's weird. But like they're not going to think about you for the rest of their life. Like Mm -hmm. you may analyze that conversation. And so it is important to put yourself out there in those settings and not give up. Like like you said, there's always going to be some seven-year-old or eight-year-old who didn't want to be Ketley's friend, like, in the playground. But you're like, you know what? I need friends to blossom where I am. And so, and you don't need friends, but friends are just such a great blessing you get to have that can reflect the gospel and give you joy. And so, yeah, if you, if you want friends, be a friend. And it doesn't have to feel fake, because I think some people would say that fake, right? Yeah, I feel like it's gotten to a point where I know what to say. And yeah. I know, like, oh my God gonna sound so bad so if I ever said this to you like please I love you so much but it's kind of this thing of like oh my gosh I love your shirt would you get it wow it's so cool I, I want to go there are they having a sale oh my gosh we should go sometime like that is something that I've like grown to just like think about but in those moments it's truly not fake like for me like I'm generally like I want to start a conversation and people love talking about themselves so always asking questions and saying like where'd you get the shirt I love your hair hair who did it like you know those shoes are so fun like I saw this Instagram like that like Getting people to talk about themselves is always like my best way in because like one, I get to learn more about them. And two, people are like, when people don't know what to say, they can talk about themselves. They at least have that type of like knowledge. So going, <laughs> they at least know about, them. least know about themselves. They may not watch Shit's Creek or Grey's Anatomy, right. but they know about themselves. They know about themselves. And that's like so, it's, it's my mindset that I go into for those situations where I'm like, I want to talk to these people. And to get them to feel comfortable, I'm just going to ask them questions. And it might be something about a shirt, something about a show, something about like, you know, 
where they work, where they go to school. But really, that's just my mindset when I go into those situations. Well, I joke. Ketley was not in a sorority. She never <laughs> went through recruitment because she was at a university where they didn't have sororities, but she would have made a great sorority recruitment girl. Like, you would have fought along. Like, she's so good at that small talk. But no, it's true. I usually look for something that you look for a bridge, you look for something that you can relate on. And also, it doesn't have to be the person you ex- it, like, expect. I learned there were so many times in, well, in college, I met one of my best friends this way where we just like kept running into each other lived in the same hall and my friend Britta and finally after running to each other six times we're like okay do you do you want to hang out like because I don't know why we keep running into each other and having this small talk over and over again but why don't we just try hanging out and then she wasn't one of the people initially like first week of college like you kind of had met people on the Facebook page and then like but I'm like this girl I keep running into like let's just hang out and now we're best friends she lives here um but I would also say I think something that exhausts our age group is this feeling to have a best friend Mm. because i think we grew up on disney channel where it was like miley had lily selena had or selena gomez what was her character oh name and harper harper and alex alex they had each other it's like each little disney channel show we grew up watching had a best friend and i've talked to plenty of like high school girls who are like oh i really want a best friend and like granted i have some friends i'm closer but i do think that energy is that can be potentially not damaging because it's really dramatic but if you're putting all your friendship into one person and so focus on having a best friend you're going to miss out on the blessings of having other friendships too no definitely that's super important to remember because i feel like especially in high school honestly especially in college as well we have that mindset of like i need one person i need to find this person right now and this person has to be my everything they have to like be there when I my go to essentially my of honor. Ex- exactly and that's like that mentality that I even went into college with of like okay where is she who is she when is it gonna happen hello <laughs> and I walk out of college with like of course like many more friends just that one best friend but something someone once told me is like looking at the life of Jesus and how he made connection like Jesus is is love he is the best example of love and how to love others and how he loved was diff- how he loved the masses was different than how he loved the 12 disciples was mm. different than he loved the three and then one John the Baptist. And it was crazy because we feel like we need to treat the masses like we treat the disciples. We need mm. to treat the disciples like we treat the one. And it's not true. Like you're going to put in those relationships differently than what you're going. Well, you're going to put in what you you're going to put in um, what you put into like the relationships with the 12 differently than the three. And there's always going to be something you're going to receive from it differently as well. And it's always going to be hard to like maneuver that. And that's totally fine. That comes with like just building relationships, building on yourself. But um, definitely realizing that if you have a friend who's just going to be that 12, that's okay. And if you have that friend who's just going to be that part of the masses, that's okay too. But that's only for a season. And I think like leaving college and having that chapter end, you realize, okay, like, who is going to walk with me after this season? Mm. And then who's going to be left in that season? And that's okay. That's no heart feelings. There's nothing really like dramatic ending like that. But like we get so stuck into this romanticized version of relationships that we forget to realize, okay, what was a blessing in that season? Mm. Like what was a blessing in that friendship? And like, what can I learn from it? If it's okay that it ended, but how do we move on? And how do we continue looking for that community? Yeah. No, completely. I think especially I like what you said about how like you treat each one different, like whether it's the masses or whether it's your 12 or whether it's your three. But at the same time, I think it's so important for us to realize that 
you're like, you can't be everyone's best friend. Like you, I, and as much as people like us who are very energizing, we love talking. I mm-hmm. love small talk. Like yeah. people hate small talk. I'm like, I love an opportunity to talk to someone and get to know them. But like, I have to realize who are my people in my life and prioritizing them. Because I remember in college, we would, you like join a sorority, especially you like try to have this big friend group and then you have big group text. And we still have that big group text of all of us, but they were the girls that like, honestly, you would like, Past 21, well, even before 21, if you know my story, I definitely did this before then too. <laughs> but like you would drink margaritas with and you would go to the Mexican restaurant, you'd have so much fun. Um, but those aren't the same people who you're going to call when you're crying post-grad <laughs> about some guy or you're overwhelmed about your job or like th- those aren't the same people. And so it's so important that you have people you can be real with, but you're not going to get that. Sometimes I think we get so scared. We want to wait till someone else is real first or vulnerable yeah. first. It's like this. I won't open up until you open up, but mm-hmm. I just want to say there's probably girls on here who've been hurt by friendships before, but like open up again, like give it a shot. Like don't be afraid to be the one who invites first, the one who opens up first, the one who gets deep first. Like granted, don't hang out with someone one day and be like, what's your testimony? Like I didn't know <laughs> there's some girl that really did that. I was like, that's crazy. Like, but at the same time, like don't be afraid to be the one who's like, so what has been the, what was the hardest part of you in high school? Like what was the hardest season you went through? Like making it deep is so important. And I, think sometimes we get scared about being the one who's always the one who asks people to come hang out with them but you have to put yourself out there in those situations if you don't have if you are feeling lonely and if you are feeling hurt by other people you have to be also honest about that yeah oh definitely and I think like one of the biggest things about loneliness and community is there is a community that you can be alone with. There's a community that you can say like, Hey, like I want you to see this side of me and mm-hmm. I want to be alone with you. And I want to like walk this with you. And again, like going back to the analogy, not the analogy, but like going to the life of Jesus and saying, Hey, he had that one person who saw a more in-depth side of him. Yeah. So being lonely with that person saying, being very vulnerable and saying like, Hey, like this is what's happening to me. This is what I'm going through. And like, even looking at, you know, those last moments Jesus was on the cross and he's looking down at John and saying to John, like, this is your mother talking about Jesus' mother, like basically saying like, please take care of my mother. Mm. John, Jesus was not going to just say that to literally any other person. Yeah. Any I one I of the masses. Friends, I will <laughs> never ask take care of my mother. Oh my goodness. <laughs> right. Like you have that one person where you're like, no, like, you know, this part to me, you know, this part of my life, you know, this part of my testimony and I trust you and I don't need just anyone and everyone. And that's okay. And, that's, and that type of friendship is and you not... you can't have everyone. You can't like, have it with everyone. Like, it's hard to come by. It takes time to work towards. Like, you, you put work in those relationships. And yeah. I think sometimes that even scares people of like, oh, I have to, like, work for this. I have to, like, put myself in these situations. I have to, like, be vulnerable. Like, what? Like, yes. yes. Three seven talking. Oh, yeah. my goodness, right? And so it's just crazy because, like, you get into these situations, you go to college and you're, you have this romanticized idea of what relationships look like. Cause you want, you want to find that John, like you want to find your number one, but that takes so much work. It took Jesus three years to find those people. But then he's like, Hey, like go on, continue the ministry without me. He, there was an obvious season ending to that season and saying like, Hey, like I have worked with you closely and I've seen how much you love and I want you to continue that ministry without me. Mm. So like even figuring out like, yeah, loneliness does get a bad rep, but like sometimes like it is necessary. In all of our lives of like saying, hey, there are times where like I have to walk this by myself. And like John Mm -hmm. was probably looking at him like, I'm taking care of your mother. Like, oh, okay. You know, like for me, like I'd be like, okay, so like, what does that mean? Like, okay, so like, (laughs) who are you? Right. So 
trying to figure that out of like, what does loneliness even look like? You're going to have to ask yourself these questions of like, who am I? You know, like, what, what do I like? What am I good at? What am, what am I bad at? Like, yeah. how do I grow myself? And find I think myself? you're right. Loneliness can be a good thing. I mean, there were so many times that Jesus, I think right before he walked on water, he went to a quiet place by himself and prayed. Like, so mm-hmm. if Jesus needs that alone time, you do too. And in college, it's easy to think you have to jump on every, like, everyone's going out tonight. Everyone's doing this tonight. If you need rest, like rest was given for a reason. Like make sure you check your heart because if you're going into these things tired and overwhelmed thinking about your paper the next day, then are you really going in your best self? Like have you Mm -hmm. taken time to pray? Like you're probably not going to be ready to meet people and be honest and be open if you're just trying to pack up social activities to meet people, you know? So be intentional about your yeses and be intentional about your no's and times that you do need to be lonely for good reasons. And if you are lonely now, that doesn't mean you're going to be lonely for the rest of your life. I think it's easy when you don't have friends. I remember in high school sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm never going to have friends. <laughs> and I was talking to a mom recently whose daughter is just struggling with high school friendships. And she mentioned my previous podcast where I said on this, I was like, OK, we talk about praying for our future husbands. Like, do we pray for our bridesmaids the same? And I can mm. most of my bridesmaids, if there might be like two, maybe from high school, maybe. But like most of my bridesmaids one day, which obviously five, seven years from now, like <laughs> for the record, my mom's probably listening like, when's it happening? <laughs> like, there's, there's, no there's no leads. There's no leads. But I know who my bridesmaids are. Um, but they're not going to be from high school. And like you, I, there are so many different avenues like left to go. Like your best days you have not had it yet, whether you're in mm-hmm. high school and college, like God is always at work. Some of the best people in your life and the most impactful people you have not even met yet. Yeah. So if you're lonely today, that doesn't mean that your loneliness is your whole story. It's right. a chapter, not a story theme. And so take it and be like, what can God teach me through this chapter of loneliness? But mm-hmm. I know that the Lord is not writing a loneliness as my whole story. My story is that I'm a child of God, that I'm loved, and I will meet people along this mm-hmm. journey. Yeah, that's so good. Um, and there was one thing I had to learn it was two summers ago i worked at cam Crestridge for girls um if you need a summer job definitely like <laughs> look them yeah. up they're amazing little, little snippet i'll take my Venmo for that <laughs> i'm joking i love y'all um but i literally say like i had the best job at camp i absolutely loved it um i was an upper discipleship director and it was really interesting because it was like i would read scripture and i would lead chapels and i would lead bible study skill and all of that and I found myself getting this mentality of like, oh, I don't need my quiet time. I read the Bible for a chapel, so I'm good. We're good, God, right? Okay, we're good. And I found myself almost like reading the Bible for work. Like essentially, I'm like, okay, like, what are some of the questions the girl's going to be asking me today? Okay, so I need to look through this passage of scripture. All right, sweet. And I would read through it, and I'm like, that was my quiet time. Done and done and done. And it was just becoming so unfulfilling because at the end of the day, I wasn't feeling myself for myself. It was for my girls, which was, of course, like amazing. I love that I got to have that opportunity, but they're not going to receive that if I myself am empty. So like there was one thing I always had to remind myself and honestly, a lot of the other um, counselors like fight for your alone time, like camp, like you are elbows to elbows. I mean, pre-COVID, of course, elbows to elbows with girls. And like, it was so fun, high energy all the time. Like you're always with people, always like, you know, jam packed with energy. So it's just like, you want to be there. And like me, FOMO, like, you know, I hate like missing out. So I would always just want to be with like the highest of high energy people. And anytime there was some type of weird alone time, I'm like, I have to be doing something. I need to be doing something. I like wanting to just feel that. But at the end of the day, like I'm over here missing out these opportunities of God saying, hey, hey, like, no, no, no. You have this hour just to be alone with me. And that should be enough. Like that is okay that you are alone. It's okay that you're not with people. Like 
truly find this time and then protect it. And that was something I had to like continually remind myself, like protect that alone time because it's so easy to just talk yourself out of it, get, meet with someone, like grab coffee and just like fill it up. And you're like, oh, well, you know, we had coffee, talked about Jesus. So now we're good, right? Like essentially, no, you're not because you need that time just how Jesus lived. Like he had alone time with the father, even being followed by the masses, followed by the 12. Like he still fought for that alone time and said, no, like I need to be away with the Lord. So value, valuing that and like protecting that is so essential. I, I love that because also something that I, when I went to Baylor, which is a Christian like university and same with when I worked at camp and like with summer camp for Christian and same when I have church friends, it's very easy to talk about God to those people, but not talk to God. So it's like, make mm. sure you're talking to God personally more than you talk about him in those settings right. because it's easy to start using Christian terms. Like, how are you doing? How's your heart? Like all mm-hmm. these things that you don't even know what they mean. Because you're trying to be a quote unquote good Christian friend and you're not even talking to God yourself. And so you're not going to be a good friend or even have honest, real friendships if you're not talking to God more than you talk about him. You can ask all the right questions, ask for their testimony, do all the right things, really dig deep. But if you aren't talking to God, you won't know what love looks like because you're not talking to love itself. And so Mm -hmm. I would challenge anyone who's in a culture Christian, whether you're about to work at a summer camp, whether you're about to do that. And then something also when I think about camp, is don't be afraid to be like friendship cupids, I always say now, because I <laughs> take credit funny. for like, I love when I have friends who become friends. And <laughs> I think in a world where people try to hold on, they're like, oh, that's my friend. Like it's, it's the, we're all Lord's children. It's really cool. And you know, someone moving to a certain town and you're like, y'all should grab lunch. Like mm-hmm. I visited this girl. It's funny. We're just in a wedding together. Her name's Kaylee. And I, when I was speaking in Birmingham, I got lunch with her and my friend who just moved to Birmingham. And so it was really fun. The fact that when I introduced Kaylee and my friend Gracie together, I was like, oh, let's all get lunch together. And I was like, are they going to be friends? Like, you know, and they're like, let's get each other's number. And when you went to camp and you knew no one, I was like, Ketley, you will be friends with Emmy. That's all I knew. And I was like, I bet it. Y'all fit each other. I felt like a friendship Cupid. And so I think when you don't harbor your friendships as an idol, you realize that you're Mm. supporting them and lifting them up. Like if your idol is Jesus and that is who you're worshiping, you want to see people who chase after Jesus becoming friends too. And you're not possessive. Because I remember in high school getting possessive over people and be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, she's obsessed with her. Like she wants to be her best friend. I'm her best friend. Like those are, that's childish yeah. stuff. But you see 24 year olds who still act that way. And so it's so important. I think when Jesus is your foundation, you're not afraid to be that friendship Cupid. Yeah, that's so good. And like, it's so crazy too, because those relationships are so much more fulfilling when you do have alone time with the Lord. When you are mm. filling yourself up on your own, you step into those friendships like way more full and say like, hey, like, this morning, like I was just like reading scripture, blah, blah, blah. And I really feel like I want to share this with you. That conversation could not have happened if you weren't alone with the Lord Talking that morning. To God, yeah. Exactly. So like, I just encourage you guys to like, not ever really see loneliness as a debilitating like factor. Like, no, like really just see it as like, Hey, I'm having this time with the Lord and I'm, you know, stewarding it well. And I'm wanting to, to get like the best out of it and move forward from it and see it as like an opportunity to grow other people, other relationships. And then even like, to know myself better mm. um and i feel like it's such an important factor we miss out in college because it's so you know jam-packed with activities you really forget like okay who am i what are the things that i like like who am i by myself mm. like what are the things like what am i good at and like how do i just like figure that out on my own without like people constantly being around me and it's so crazy because like we get into these you know events and like teams or like intramural sports and all this stuff and you try these things out and just like okay well now i'm like after school, what, what do I do now? Date yourself. 
honestly, I love like making yeah. that cheesy little joke, like date yourself, like go find, like find you restaurants. Go to a restaurant by yourself. By yourself. I did that like, one. oh my, travel by and yourself. I airport, love it. The airport doesn't count to go to a restaurant. I love the airport <laughs> you can go to a restaurant and no one's judging you. And then, like, if I go to a restaurant here by myself, people are like, what? Like, you know, you don't okay? get taken out. You're fine. Well, COVID. But, Anyways, no, that's so true. I love that you said that. And something that it made me think of is also there was a question I got and it was about FOMO. It's like how to stop yourself from having FOMO. When you value that alone, like mm-hmm. instead of looking at that alone time as loneliness and you realize that alone time is time with God, mm-hmm. then on Friday night, if everyone's hanging out, you're going to realize this purpose to my alone time. Or if you have alone time and you're following God, you could be like, oh my gosh, this is great. It's a perfect opportunity to serve. Yeah. And I've, I have this much in my schedule. And if I'm watching everyone hang out with other people, I should go serve and meet other people that way. Yeah. And so I think if you're having FOMO, check your heart and start celebrating those open times in your schedule where you're not invited. Um, but then also create, if, once again, if you're constantly trying to put yourself at the table and squeeze yourself in almost like high school and you're like trying to fit in at the pool table, elbows to elbows with people, like don't be afraid to turn around and go and make your own table. If right. that is something you're consistently feeling this FOMO that no one's inviting you and you feel like you have tried to invite them, then they probably aren't being that friendly and want to be friends with you. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make them toxic. I think people throw around the word toxic so much. Oh my God, she's so toxic. I'm like, she just doesn't want to be friends with you. And she may not be nice, but she's not toxic. Right. (laughs) She's not a cancer. Um, But just create your own table and let it be a table where everyone's invited. And Mm -hmm. you won't get FOMO because you're like, I have my own table. Why am I trying to fit in that table? No, I think there's something a friend of mine would always like say to me, like I come back from, um, a missions trip or like traveling or this and that. And like, they just looked at me and they're like, hey, like you're such an enigma. And I'm like, I don't know what an means. enigma. It's like, oh man, what is it? It's like, Ew, I don't know what it means. It's <laughs> like, oh, you stand out. Like life doesn't make sense. Like you're just like such a mystery Ooh, basically. Ca- compliment. It was like, I'll, literally, I'm like, She's I guess unique. I'll take that. But that was like something I almost harbored on negatively where of like, do I just not belong anywhere? Like, is this just going to be my life continually where I'm constantly like, the outside marginalized like person because I'm constantly like moving from place to place to place. And then after a while, I just started realizing like this type of like, you know, lifestyle where I am by myself more. So there are other people who do feel like they are on the outs in different situations and like finding that table and saying like, Hey, like I've been on mission trips before. And like, I feel like I've learned so much, but no one else understands it. Let's talk. Okay. Yes. Like creating that table mm. of like, the weird outsiders was my thing because I always was that weird outsider. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved it. And that almost taught me like how much more to step into those friendships or some of those situations where I don't know anyone. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm just going to talk to you. I don't really know you that well. You know, I'm a little weird. I'm going to go play off of that, but we're going to yeah. see where this goes. And that sit next to me, use me for a seat, but oh. good friends. Like, <laughs> Three years time. later, two years later, whatever we it was. Are. Uh, so fun. I love to hear it. Um, and so last thing I'll harp on when it comes to loneliness, because some people are thinking they probably clicked on this loneliness. They're like, oh my gosh, I've been single. And like, I think mm. you and me were really good at being single. Oh yeah. We are. <laughs> when it comes to relationships, status. I'm an expert. Professional. And I'd say both of us are pretty content in our, I think I'm pretty content in our mm-hmm. season. Like, no, I same. think there's some girls who harble and it gets sad. And I think I'm the most content I've ever been being single because I've just been watching like the cool adventures that God has led me. Like you've yeah. traveled the world. <laughs> like those are things that not many people get. Like that's a great blessing you get to do. So what's your mm-hmm. advice to the single girls who are struggling with being single right now? I think I honestly just go back to like dating yourself because at the end of the day, I feel as though the Christian culture makes it such a, I guess like a, rise to be in a relationship or to be married so much where you miss out on like 
the prize of figuring out who you are and like figuring out this on your own. Um, really just understanding and having fun being on your own. And like, in my mind, when I travel and I'm not like asking someone like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for four months. Hope you're okay with that. Bye. Love you. Like, it's just genuinely like, I just get to go and like do these things and experience it like on my own and like have these stories, have these moments where I'm just like experiencing, like if there was one time I was in Egypt three years ago and I was just like walking around by myself in the streets of like Cairo. And it was such a, like a precious moment that like, I truly did not know how to explain to anyone. And I just be like, I literally explaining to you guys is kind of like, okay, yeah, you're walking around. Like, yeah, that's all you're going to get from it. But it's such mm. a personal and intimate moment for me that I will only understand for myself. And like for those girls, those Christian girls who are like, Hey, like I really want to have someone. I really want to do this. Pray for them. Truly do pray for mm. them. I get that, but do not miss out on the opportunity to date yourself before yeah. and like figure out who you are and travel and try different hobbies and you know, read those books and like, honestly, binge watch those movies, like do those things that you love to do on your own and figure that out. So when you step into those, that relationship, you're not finding your other half because you are yourself whole, Mm, you're yourself whole in Jesus, like number one, but you have now figured out like, Hey, you know, let's, you know, let's go on this date. I, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. You know, I figure that out because I got to date myself. I got to figure that out. So we're not wasting any time. Exactly. Trying to like make it because I'm lonely because I'm choosing to be content in Jesus and not choosing loneliness to identify me. Yeah. I know I'm not going to date someone for the wrong reasons. It doesn't mean that mm. they're going to be my husband. Like I may get in a relationship and it may not work out because we're young. We're learning about ourselves. But like what you say about dating yourself as in, I always say like, don't wait, like wait. Obviously I hope everyone, girl, wait. <laughs> um, my advice of the day. <laughs> One little sexual part of this conversation. Um, but don't wait on doing what you feel called to. Don't think, even, mm-hmm. I remember there was someone who was like, do you ever, I remember someone didn't mean to, and I think it was when I was at an event, they go, do you ever just like wish you could have a husband so you could write a chapter on marriage and give advice on that? And I'm like, I was just like, like I don't need mm. to wait till I'm married to write books. Like it doesn't make you mm, more of an yeah. expert in an area. Like I'm sure at that point, I'm not going to write about marriage right now because like, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I'm not an expert, but I'm like, I can't, it doesn't mean I can't write a book, you right. know? And, but it's sad. And like, I've had older people too be like, if you're cute, why aren't you dating someone? I'm like, well, because I'm not just going to settle for loneliness. Like, right. and it's not just about being cute. Like, it's, we're, it's not. we're all cute. Every girl can find a guy to tell them that they're beautiful. Right. Trust me. But like, every girl. But it's going to be someone who can actually, like you said, compliment you. Not complete you. Compliment yeah. you. So that you can chase after Jesus together. And that they're not slowing you down from the gospel. And mm. I want someone who's going to be going and telling with me. And who's going to be like, yes, you do you. And I'm not going to settle for that. And I'm going to date myself. Like you said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait on a man to live out my purpose. I'm not lonely right now because I'm so content with the right. blessings that the God has given me right now. And there might be, there's some days still, I'm like, Oh, it'd be nice. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It'd be, it'd be nice. But I'm like, at the same time, when I go to my friend's weddings, I'm like, yay, I'm so excited for you. This is great. Y'all going to reflect Jesus. And I'm happy for you. And I'm not jealous because I know where the Lord has put me and I know it's for a reason. And I do want to get married. I do want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think the Lord will get me married. I mean, you're not promised that, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I think he knows it's a desire and that I want to do it to glorify him. And that, I will continue to pray for that, but I'm not lonely because I know that my purpose is bigger than being a and right. That's that's gonna be one day my purpose, but not my whole identity. My purpose is to tell others about the gospel. Right. Oh, that's so good. I feel like now, um, in our age range, as like mid twenty year Christian year olds, whatever, like we are 
seeing how much more of life there is to live. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I turned 25, oh, 21, I did. I was like, I need to get a boyfriend. Exactly. And now, now I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm like, I don't even want to go. Sometimes I'm like, someone will ask me on a date. And I'm like, but I feel like the Taylor Swift song <laughs> is going to last forever. I'll go down and play. Literally, like, yeah. So much pressure on one day. And I'm like, do I, do I want it to go forever right now? Because like, oh, my goodness, what does this so mean right. for like three years from now? Yeah. Literally nothing. Like nothing. it can it's mean absolutely <laughs> nothing. It's one date. I know. Um, But I would always make this dramatic thing of like, I'm so old, quarter of a century, I'm dying and all this stuff. And I'm like, I actually have so much more life to live mm-hmm. and really just enjoying that and saying okay like god what's next like i think it's so cool that like okay well i don't know what next month is going to look like i don't know what next year is going to look like it, there might be a guy i'm not saying no to that but also having that freedom of whatever god has for me is like such a stress reliever because mm-hmm. in our lives like right now we're like okay here's my five-year plan god like here i'll, I'll show it to you but like please don't touch it like don't make any changes like he's like no 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 like I'm going to switch it up I'm going to change it you have to give me that room to move and I think that's a huge value of loneliness of those time with the Lord on your own because he's saying like okay you're giving me room to not only speak to you but move in your life Mm -hmm. um and really just seeing like the rest of your life as like this big grand possibility like what if and like just I love really just pray and say hey God like blow my mind that's Whatever awesome. that looks like. I think we're going to end on that. That's such a great note to end on that. Like there's so many possibilities that your loneliness right now may feel so real, but life is full of possibilities. Yeah. And so, yes, you feel lonely. It's okay if you need to cry it out and to feel that and to pray for your future bridesmaids, for your future friends, your groomsmen, whatever. But at the same time, remember that loneliness is not your story. It's a chapter and the possibilities are your future because of who our God is. And so, Ketley, where can they find you if they really... <laughs> Give yourself an Instagram shot. I love when I have my friends, not people trying to get Instagram followers on air, but I love, honestly, you should follow my friends. Like, they're so great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. If you want to follow all like weird, crazy adventures and like. She takes great photos. Oh my She's gosh. so artsy. Uh. She'll take my phone and take photos of me at events and I'll bet everyone will know it's not me on the phone because it's not just like basic, like cosmic sand, like fun night. <laughs> fun night. Yeah. Um, no. Instagram handle underscore K-E-T-T underscore underscore. I just go on Grace's. I mean, yes. she follows yeah, me. I'm follow sure he's printing pictures of Ketley on there. Too. Oh, yeah, definitely. But thank you, Ketley, for coming on. Before we end, there's one question I have to ask you that mm-hmm. I always ask everyone, and you're going to ask me after because everyone's dying to know my answer, and I right. want to make sure right. I'm included. Because um, <laughs> I'll get lonely. <laughs> what is something that is giving you life and energy these days? It could be something silly. It doesn't have to be that deep. It can be deep. Right now, I feel like, a, like reconnecting on old friendships mm-hmm. has been such a life giver you're and, home because i'm home exactly yeah. and it was such an unexpected blessing like i was just like oh i'm gonna be home for a little bit and move on with my life bye but like orlando has truly like dug its roots in my heart and said hey like we love we love being here and i love sweet angie and she's been so great to say hey remember me like i have seen you from like years ago and saying hey like let's yeah. reconnect let's get lunch let's get coffee let's see you know where life has taken us and you know just honestly reminisce on old days like that's been so yeah. cool and so life giving knew you when you were like awkward it's always fun when you see people oh my like, gosh i like, love you, that you've been there front row through it all honey i see i get scared going home because i'm like this is so awkward but then i'm like wait this is funny that they'll be able to tell me like they'll remember these things about me and like they'll just say stories and you're like wait i did that yeah like, okay. i saw two girls from my high school when they were in orlando well one lives in new beach now so i see her a lot and then 
it's funny, this other girl from the high school, and I've, I was like, I haven't seen her. I don't even think we follow each other on Instagram anymore. And I was like, they were all going to get drinks at this bar. And I was like, you know, it was just like a chill. We played Cards Against Humanity. Super mm-hmm. fun. And I saw them, and I was like, it's just fun to have people who knew me when I was the girl wearing chacos in ninth grade and did in South Louisiana. Like, that's fun. And it is fun. They don't know me today. But so my life and energy, I would say, is honestly, like, all my mom friends, which is my uh-huh. friends, which is Angie, honestly. Angie, I she's recording my podcast. Check out Chatology. It's amazing. I've been mm-hmm. on it before, too. She's awesome. And then there's other moms who I just go, they're in this genuine friendships. I think right. people sometimes it's like, yes, they do mentor me. I do look up to them and I get to learn so much wisdom. But I'm like, they're friends. I was at someone's shower and then it's funny, this lady who I've seen at my spray tanning place. I was like, mm-hmm. I know you spray tan, too, because they <laughs> called your name. And her name is Whitney. And she texted me. He's like, "What are you out?" And I was like, "I love this. Like, no, literally. I, I love having friends of all different ages." And so, if you're feeling lonely, like it doesn't have to be French. Doesn't have to be one age. So, like in Orlando, I love the fact that I have friends who are younger than me and older than me too. So, it's honestly, th- game changer. Like, honestly, it learning is. from them, you're like, wait, okay, like I want. And even watching like moms be moms is like, wait, I love. I'm this. like, what kind of mom will I be? No, like taking notes. Like, I'll okay, be like the cool. last one in carpool. I'll be like, come on. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I forgot. Running late with like McDonald's, I'll just be sitting there like, wait, I don't think it's my kids' game. my chicken and the like hot water pouring on it. Like dinner's like 30 minutes late. I'm like, yep, that's the mom I'm going to be. I I can't wait for it. Not PTA mom here. Um, (laughs) But anyways, Ketley, thanks for joining. It's a really fun pleasure when my friends get to meet my other friends on my podcast. Love it. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the I'm Tired podcast. You can go to my website, www.gracevalentine.org. You can like and subscribe this podcast. It would mean so much. It really would. So please consider, prayfully consider it. And also you can check out my new book, Is It Just Me? It is available at local bookstores. It is available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and on Amazon. If you go to my website, there's a whole another link where you can also check that out. So thank you so much, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs>